0: Hello, hello. My name is April Malone with Yes, I Work From Home, and this is the podcast. Today, I have Justin Higgins from LA, uh, Los Angeles, California with us, and he's got a big project he's working on. And Justin, come on in tell us what you're up to. Hey,
1: April. Thanks for having me. Uh, so yeah, I'm a software engineer in Los Angeles. Uh, I've been building 24hourhomepage.com, which is a creative art project, time capsule, which uh, started as a, a way for me to get better at skills that I'm uh, kind of been avoiding as a software engineer, uh, very comfortable, uh, you know, behind, uh, an editor, uh, pushing pixels and moving code around, but, um, growing, uh, an audience and getting people to use that has been something I've avoided. So I can, I designed this, uh, this side project as something that forces me to get better at communicating. If you asked me that a year ago, I would have never thought of, uh, being on a podcast. So, um, um, uh, here I am, uh, growing it and, uh, excited to talk to you.
0: Yeah. So we, let's talk about how we met. We met yeah, less yeah, than 20, yeah. we, lo- we met less than 24 hours ago. I think it was about 10, 15 PM last night. Uh, we both logged into Focusmate. Uh, I guess, why don't you go ahead and describe, cause you've been on Focusmate longer than I have.
1: I think, uh, maybe two years, two and a half years. Uh, I use it almost every day. I'm a remote worker, uh, uh. Or work from home, uh, and uh, uh, I use it. Yeah, several several times a day. It's a accountability like pairing uh, pro, uh, uh, application. Uh, the idea is that you have uh, you pair with somebody in the world um, who wants to uh, work in a focus session for fifty minutes, and uh, you both meet. Say what your goal is for the the hour. Um, often you mute, but you keep the uh, the camera running uh, mm-hmm. and Uh, hold each other accountable towards your goals. Uh, It's it's great.
0: Yeah, and so some of the rules that they have uh, are things like this. Uh, You need to be on time, which I think it was probably late when I saw you, like a few minutes, a minute maybe. Um, And then you need to basically just state your your intention for that period of time, but you're not allowed to like chit chat and like collaborate or pitch each other. Um, It's not a time really for doing that. Um, so when I met Justin, I was like, Hey, what you going to be working on? And he said, what
1: did you say? yeah, I have a, <laughs> uh, a talk this Thursday, uh, that I'm preparing. And I was, uh, I think I was compiling either images or, uh, working on the, the draft, the organization. I've like, I've gone through so many drafts at this point. Um, that I don't really uh, remember that, but, um, uh, yeah, it was in the context of, uh, the talk,
0: you said, um, I'm thinking about like reorganizing the way that I'm going to do my presentation. And so if you see me like focused and like staring off into space, you know, I'm just like working on my big idea or something like that. And I told you that I was going to be working on my show notes for my podcast because I had a couple episodes that I was, um, we had published the podcast on um, Captivate, which is the podcast host. And it goes onto like my website and it goes to YouTube, but the show notes were still like coming soon and i had about three that i needed to work on and i had just been wrapping up one um just getting the final edits on it and my uh, editor was helping me get them into place um and the three different places we put them and then i wrote an entire second one and then i think i found out that the third one that i was going to work on was already written it just hadn't been pushed to all three places and so we wrapped up the end of our session i was like how'd it go at 50 minutes a little Timer goes off and a little musical thing and and you're like ah, it's um, pretty scary. <laughs> I know, it startles you a little bit. It's like an alarm clock going off, like when you're in a really deep sleep with a dream happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the timer goes off and you know how did it go? Did you get your thing done? And I don't. I think you said you you got a good start on something. And I was like, yeah, I got my stuff done. And you asked me, you said, so what's um if you don't mind, you know, what's your podcast? And I told him, and then he. He's like, have you heard of uh, Matchmaker FM, which is where I've been finding some of my podcast guests. I'd say maybe a third of my guests have come from uh, Matchmaker FM. It's like, I always say it's like a dating website for podcasters (laughs) and guests. Um, And so he actually really quickly was able to find me on there and uh, reached out and we were able to do this episode within 24 hours, which is actually pretty impressive in the world of podcasts because we're trying to get it published so that it can be out there before his presentation on Thursday.
1: Yeah, it's very, uh, very fortunate to, to be here. And also, I just discovered uh, uh, Matchmaker like two days before the CEO liked something on Twitter and it's uh, new to Twitter uh, or back in Twitter, but trying to be actively part of that community now. And mm-hmm. it's amazing how connected you can be if you just pay attention to the right stuff. So
0: Justin, did you have um, in your past life before working from home? Did you actually work in an office setting, or have you always kind of been working from home?
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, back in the Bay Area before we moved here, um, worked at a few uh, startups, um, and uh, all of those were office. I mean, mostly flexible. Like once per week, you can work from from home, but mm-hmm. uh, really nothing like the the sea change that's happened over quarantine. However, I did start working full-time remote when I moved down here uh, two years ago. uh, On
0: purpose.
1: Uh, Yep, yep. Uh, My fiance and I were ready for a change. I moved to LA and uh, I was working out of a WeWork, a thing that I had uh, graciously negotiated with uh, my old employer. I said, I like working with you guys, but I I had some contract work in the past and kind of knew how... um, my capacity to talk to other people, I, I need to kind of have some social uh, interactions. At the time, I didn't know about Focusmate, so the idea of, oh, working again eight hours a day alone at home seemed pretty uh, daunting. So I you know, asked them, how do you feel about paying for we WeWork? And they were super gracious about that.
0: So um, I have interviewed a few people in the past um, who have... Talked about we work um specifically, but basically it's a co-working space. And there's there's several different I think there's like the Regis ones and a few others. But basically you you pay a monthly fee to go and have a desk or have a drop-in option to stop in. And they usually have like a conference room and stuff. Is that more or less what you experience yeah. at your yeah. WeWork?
1: A little private office and like uh, you know, they have some of the amenities and stuff. But pretty soon into that, I, I started using Focus Me because.
0: Even Even while you were at the co-working even
1: Yeah, yeah. That's how I discovered it. And then I was kind of hyping it up. And I felt kind of a bad, I mean, it was maybe four or five months into work. And I was like, oh, shoot, I really like this. And like, the remote office is nice. But like, with this, you kind of get a sense of, uh, it's like even a more efficient office place because like the the office can have a lot of distractions where it's like, hey, we want coffee or whatever. Um, little silent cues, like the headphones are on, he's locked in, you can't interrupt him. Uh. But, um, yeah, with FocusMate, it's really just how many sessions do you want to work on? So, um, eventually, like right around the time uh, that, uh, quarantine kicked in, I was like, we don't need to pay for that. I'm happy to, mm-hmm. to just work from home
0: forever. Did, did they let you out of your contract or did you basically just have a monthly agreement?
1: It was a monthly agreement.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, When you were going to the co working spaces, so actually, right before the quarantine, I was looking at a co working space. I think it was maybe under a different um, brand. I don't know if it was an independent one or not, but a mile from a house. And I was looking at them for the conference room and they also had the mail service. So you could have like your business address at their location, which I can see the benefit to them not having to hand out your home address, but I can also see that it would be a little cumbersome. I guess they are open 24 seven. Like if you have your, if you pay extra to get the key code to be able to go in after hours. Um, But I was like, that would also be kind of a pain in the neck to have certain things always going, you know, elsewhere. Uh, But I could see some of the the positives of the service as well. And I was like, I like to say it, minutes away from signing, you know, an agreement. I was going to take a lesser package, like basically where I could just have access to the conference room, like eight hours a month. Cause I wanted to conduct focus groups and such. And sure enough, everything just kind of changed. Did you feel like you had already found focusmate before the lockdown or was that, did that come out of the lockdowns?
1: Yeah, I was in a good rhythm before I, maybe I had, all. Well. Not like a quarantine rhythm. Um, maybe it was at least like one or two sessions per day. And I was thinking like, yeah, I really like love this service, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm getting like five or six sessions a day now. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's a great tool.
0: Well, when you walk into a co-working space, you're not like necessarily in an accountability relationship with the people there. Basically, you're just getting a desk outside of your home so that right. you can yeah. Um, where Focusmate is literally you're both logged in because you want to work and you want someone to know that you're working. You have to tell someone and you make an appointment and it goes on your calendar and then you're going to be late and like you can get a bad review or something like that with Focusmate if you aren't on time or if you you start to break the rules in any way. Um, Have you ever done the thing where you – log in with the same person, like on a regular basis? Like, do you start to recognize people at certain times or even give them your link so that you can have a session together?
1: I just discovered all those features. I mean, I, I think that they are positioned so well to just be the service that uh, uh, I don't know how they're, you know, raising money. I know that they're hiring an engineer, but um, uh, there's so many features I would I would love to, for them to develop. Uh, I know that they're working on it slowly. So, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I just discovered that. Have um, had like a, a few uh, chance encounters with um, some other people, um, although maybe they found my profile and, and booked me. I don't think they give you uh, insight into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I think that there's um, there's this like microcosm of networks within it, like the people who. Perf- like need to see you or need to have the microphones on. Like there's a lot of like little interesting trends there. Like you must like not be like be working at your computer. There's a lot of people who use it just for like chores, household chores. Um, oh. And some, some people find it, you'll see that in their bio that they're like not offended, but they like won't match with you. If uh, you know, you have to go take care of the baby or something. Oh,
0: Which I think it's is too is distracting to them.
1: I guess. And then sometimes, yeah, it'll feel a lot of this like self-conscious and so we have an external monitor So I'm sorry, I stepped away for a moment and I didn't even know because I was just, I was too focused. Yeah, right. Not, not the best accountability partner, I guess, but <laughs> uh, I mean, it's something that works. If you think that you're being watched, then it yeah, worked for them.
0: Right, I, um, I would say that almost, maybe my very first session, they didn't mute and we both just stayed unmuted so that we both could hear each other just quietly. Um, But every other person has said they prefer to mute. Um, And I just usually pop out that window and make it into a really small little corner um, so that I can see the person who I'm working with so that I'm like not going to like pick my nose in front of them or something like that, you know? Um, But... Usually, I don't always notice right away if someone like chats with me. Some people are like intentional about putting into the chats, like they have completed their first task and are starting the second task. And the very first person I was matched with, she was finishing up her end of day routine, and her she had one hour, and she like cleans out her email inbox, which is I I have like twenty thousand unread messages in my inbox. Um, So already, she was like on top of it, and then she was like cleaning her desk and shredding paper. She's like, I'm going to be stopping away to shred my paper. I'll be right back. And just really like focused, but getting stuff done. And I was like, wow, I need to use Focusmate for these other things. And so they do promote it that you can use it for reading or um, cleaning or doing yoga, which I totally need to do, but then I would have to be now I'm like a little bit self-conscious that I'll get matched accidentally with the people that don't want me to do anything other than work at my desk.
1: Oh I'm sorry. (laughs) Well (laughs) well, they can uh uh they can leave I guess (laughs) in that session. I'll
0: just I'll try to double check on those um And then I've also met several, I mean, I've only had like 10 sessions so far. I'm pretty new to this, but I've already met people and they don't always tell you where they're at. um, But some people will disclose like, oh yeah, I'm in the Netherlands or I'm in Australia or um, obviously from international, you know, all around the world, um, which is really fun. Even though you're only talking to this person for two minutes, you know, a minute on the way in and a minute on the way out, it's still interesting. Like we were able to make a connection in those two little minutes and that was fun.
1: Yeah. I love it. There's this, uh, they let you talk for, I think 30 minutes afterwards in case you're you're really fluent or like the idea is that like, you're both in a good focused set, but, um, yeah, there's been a handful of times where that's happened and, uh, um, you know, they're they're like, Oh, what what were you working on? You said you were making an ad or something like, Oh, there's, here's the project and they really dig it. Uh And they say, Oh, you check out this, this, this. And I had this great, uh, this focus mate user, Ben, who had, uh, uh, who I told him like, oh, it's my first time doing a sales project. And just like, clear your calendar. Here's what you got to do. <laughs> and just like, you know, said, yeah, there's been like a handful of like really great um, members who just like have this like super supportive uh, advice. And um, yeah, it's a great community.
0: So did those things happen at the end of the 50 minute session?
1: Sometimes it happens. It, you can tell that like people, we, you want to geek out really early on. But like <laughs> oh, we're here, we're here to, you know, we're here to work. Yeah. Um, yeah so you. You gotta like kind of shift the, ener- the energy
0: well i probably could have sat and chatted with you a few minutes longer last night but i had already booked myself the next one yeah. um so if i'm going to work for three hours i'm just going to book three separate sessions so that yes. i'm going to know that i'm going to have a 10 minute break in between each one to like get my water go to the bathroom grab a snack say ahead of my kids say it to my husband something like that and then get right on back so we went for a walk uh to the park and we went at night after dark that's how we kind of roll here in arizona starting to get hot. I don't, I know in LA is probably hot as well, but it's really hot where we live in Arizona. And so we've kind of had a new thing, you know, especially on the weekends of getting out to a park that has lights. Um, Our neighborhood park doesn't have any lights. It's super dark. We'll bring flashlights, but um, the neighborhood north of us we sometimes will walk up to there um, they've got a basketball court and a playground and just like a big field that's pretty well lit considering that it's eight, nine o'clock at night and so I was like but I have a meeting guys and my husband is like who do you have a meeting with and I'm like a focus meeting I'm going to get some work done and he's like okay and so like I hurried back and I logged in and got probably more done in those three hours than I had done in the four days prior
1: it's great yeah it's a uh, yeah, you can tell with like first time users, there's just like this high they get, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gonna use this all the time. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a great service,
0: yeah. I think you well, can make is... a super
1: cut of me this entire interview. Like, how many times I said, all <laughs> oh, focus space, great, focus
0: space, great. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's okay, we can even come back to it again later. But let's go back a little bit and find out where you came from. Like, what was your journey leading up to working from home? You said that you had worked in offices. Um, did you intend? To, uh, I guess you you started off in California, or where are you from?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was born in Oregon, uh, and then raised up in Bakersfield, which is uh, just north of L.A. Uh, then I spent uh, twelve years in the Bay Area. Went to school in Berkeley, and then hung around the tech scene afterwards. And uh, uh, moved to San Francisco. You know, did the startup life uh, there. Um, some of those companies were Mog, which became Beats Music, which became Apple. Uh, most recently, uh, Hustle, which is a uh, progressive political text messaging application. Uh, if you got text messages in this last election, uh, they may have come from us, but only if they were the good ones. Uh, <laughs> some other contract work, various uh, you know uh, projects with friends, and, uh, um, and then we, yeah, we moved down here two years ago, um, closer to family and some new opportunities uh, for my fiance.
0: So I don't, I I guess I kind of feel like this suburban mom right now where I'm like sitting here in my old Navy pants and, um, you know, I've got three kids and I've been like spending my whole week, uh doing paperwork to get my kids enrolled in a different school. I'm like finding birth certificates and immunization records. And that's just kind of been my life lately. Um, very mundane in some ways. And so like living in LA sounds really like exciting and I've never lived in a big city.
1: Yeah. until it gets until it's locked down. So the first year that we were here, uh, you know, we tried to do some exploration and stuff, but, uh, um, uh, you know, it wasn't too long before,
0: uh, Fires hit
1: Uh, fires and, uh, uh, we just got a new puppy when we moved down here. Mm. Um, she's not in here because she she would, she would be all over the camera. So, um, but uh, you can go to leche.cloud. Uh, we <laughs> we update uh, a little, uh, just a little site for her. Um, and uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so we ever got to explore much, but the beaches and everything that was kind of open during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are huge. you like
0: in the city or kind of out?
1: Uh, so it's like Westside, Culver City, Palms, uh, Palms is the, is the neighborhood, but uh, it's close to Culver City. Uh, it's pretty close to Venice, Venice Beach, maybe like 15 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts you near a lot of, it's just a nice beach.
0: My exposure to California is pretty limited. I'm from Minnesota and that just always seemed like such an exotic, cool place to live. Um, but can you talk to me a little bit about what it's like working from home and living in this big city? Like what what makes it fun and what makes it difficult?
1: Yeah. Well, I think when people first moved to LA, they're like, everyone says, Oh, the traffic, what are you going to do with the traffic? So there is a silver lining to, uh, to it. You get you uh, you can just avoid it. Yeah. Um, so that's great. I mean, we actually structured, uh, we found this neighborhood, um, within like a, uh, commute radius. We didn't want to, um, for all the prospect uh, jobs that fiance was looking at, uh, we had a big spreadsheet of, uh, Craigslist and rentals.com or all those those places places that looked uh acceptable. I think mm-hmm. that the failover was like okay well if you can't bike then it has to be like a 10 minute commute. Um, okay. And we haven't we have biked but <laughs> it's it's like that's a whole different thing. It's not really a biking town. Mm-hmm. Um So um uh yeah, but it's great working from home. There's plenty of, like I have this bias cuz everyone's been doing it the last year.
0: Right. Um
1: but uh, I've Gener- I'm uh, another bias because software tends to also uh, steer that way too. So um, it's kind of hard to say in the general sense of things, like how, uh, you know, how that balances for other people. But if you're a software engineer, LA pretty cool.
0: Do you find yourself, like, I'm just going to kind of get into personal stuff. Do you find yourself like getting groceries delivered or do you go out now?
1: Oh, I still do all, all that, like hands, hands-on things. I think uh, as the, like, as the primary remote worker, I, I tend to like want to like seek those opportunities like Oh, I'll go fill up the water bottles. Yeah. I'll go to the grocery store. <laughs> I gotta right. get out. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, li- little, tricks to, I call it like stubbing your toe hacks. Like put things in your way to, uh, like advance in places that you, uh, um, that you're neglecting I'm sitting down all day. So the nice thing about stay focused mate is that 50 minute sessions, you have that 10 minute interval at the end to like remind you to get some water or stretch, et cetera. Um,
0: now, are you home alone a lot of the time during the day?
1: Uh yeah, apart from the the dog, I take on several several walks throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but it's just me.
0: And what what kind of hacks have you discovered along the way? Like from like think about 2 years ago when you first started, what have you learned that you wish you would have known <laughs> back then?
1: Yeah, uh I think exercise and uh just general uh body health is important. I would say like stretching, I think. So, um, prior to being a remote worker, I, I was like, you know, never did any like regular exercise, I, mean, I would try to run, uh, most I think I would ever do is like a 10 K.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, uh, but you know, it's kind of like, uh, pulse-y. you know, I, I would do it for several months, fall off Be like, Oh, it's summer. It's nice. And we're getting exercise because we went to the beach or we went on a hike or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, exercise, I think, has been the most important thing uh, to just get a rhythm of doing it uh, to you know, make sure you don't throw off something.
0: Do you do it from home, or do you get out to go to a yep. gym?
1: Yeah, I did go to a gym for a little bit. Um, I think that that's also maybe a, a rite of passage when you move to LA. It's just like, what gym are you a part of? But uh, not anymore. Uh, I uh, one of my quarantine projects um, back in December, so I left uh, Hustle the. The San Francisco employer uh, in December after this big milestone, the election, Uh, and um, uh, you know I just wanted to do a bunch of hands-on projects before figuring out what the next uh, chapter uh, was going to be. One of those Mm -hmm. things was to build uh, a half rack and pour some concrete weights. And I made a dumbbell or uh, a barbell out of uh, cold rolled steel, and it's all like with YouTube, you can do. So much. If you just have time and patience, it's amazing. So I made like, like you a,
0: poured cement to make your own dumbbells.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're not the prettiest thing, but they're, you know, they're roughly Olympic weights, 45 pounds, 35 pounds. But um, uh, yeah, it's great. And one of the trends of her quarantine has been uh, the price of iron weights is like doubled or tripled. It's like $2 a pound or $3 a pound. Because everybody's trying to you know, work out at home, so right. Um, yeah, it was a fun little, uh, fun little project.
0: Oh, it's funny that you said that because um, my kid pulled this thing out from underneath, like behind the couch yesterday, and they were like, "What's this?" And it's this little plastic, like triangular. It's supposed to be a hand weight stand that I ordered from Amazon and the weights never came like these, they mailed the, the holding rack separately and they never sent the weights and it's been like a year and a half now. And wow. I'm like, well, those are supposed to be for hand weights. Cause I needed them, but yeah, you're talking about stretching. And, um, I think actually when I was in my focus mate session with you last night, about halfway through, I was like, screw this. And I stood up and I, I don't even have, I didn't have my my computer propped up properly. I just kind of like laid back the, you know, angle a little bit so I could stand back and you can obviously see like the top of my backdrop and everything. But at some point you just have to change your, um, yeah. your position more often. Yeah. And I, I have a pseudo sit stand desk, but my husband has a nice one. And I was gonna, I was gonna buy one a couple of weeks ago, like a, even just a $200, like electric sit and stand desk. And I bought balloons instead for my daughter. We've been um, doing a lot of like balloon twisting and they also cost money. And I'm like, eh, stimulus money can go to balloons. Yeah, that's a good I, You know, <laughs> yeah. so I'm still kind of doing my like pseudo, uh, well, I, I could have done it better. So instead of um, lifting up my keyboard tray that I have down here, I was just kind of typing like this. And then of course I'm like, ugh. Yep. So do you have an ergonomic setup or not so much? Well, it's
1: not, I, I really like this chair. This is just the, the basic Office Depot, uh, you know, ergonomic chair. And then the yeah. Ikea, I'm going to try to show you this one. This is the Ikea squeaky.
0: <laughs> um, oh, yeah, like a hand One, a hand yeah, the hand
1: crank. Um, yeah. This great. Uh, it's like a hundred bucks or something. Uh, okay. But there are, there is the Ikea hack, the, the like $5 tables. Have you seen those? Um, where you Tons prop more. your... You prop your monitor, you put it on your sitting desk and then you have uh, I mean, it's not super modular. I think you didn't really have to take everything down, but mm-hmm. um, uh, it's no worse than a, a crank that takes a minute to get right. up. so
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, you just it's like stacking a bunch of books underneath your monitor and then mm-hmm. put your keyboard there. A lot of people do that as uh as standing desks were getting really popular. it's like, what I'm not gonna pay for you know ten thousand dollars for a desk. Mm-hmm. I'll make it myself.
0: Or people don't and then they're like hunched over their laptop at their kitchen yeah, table, just, which um, you know, I'll do that in a pinch, like just if I need a change of scenery or if my kids need to be supervised or something like that. But I am I am most comfortable at my desk, though I start to feel a little bit claustrophobic because I'm in a closet.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, are you in a bedroom or a guest room?
1: Yeah, this is the office guest room slash dog bed. <laughs> you know, she sleeps mm-hmm. on there sometimes. <laughs> uh yeah.
0: And was that, um, is that where you were working from last night as well?
1: Uh, no, my fiance has a, had a test today and like an all day exam. So Uh it it was proctored in a very strict way that only her desk could be in there and the camera had to be, it was this wide angle camera. No other
0: people. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's also why I wasn't, uh, why, you know, this interview is going to be later because going to be, you know, consuming bandwidth today so right
0: oh man so it sounds like serious serious business is she taking yeah. classes I'm, i we're kind of get into your fiance. but is she taking classes online
1: um it's uh I think maybe study uh classes but um it's like self-study plus like courses and stuff it's architecture mm-hmm. um uh licensing so it's good it's really good to uh, have that faith that architects are going through um rigorous examinations
0: <laughs> yes yes um, how is it working for you when she's studying? Are you guys working side by side? Does she use FocusMate too, or can she? Can you focus with her, or is it kind of like you're on your own?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we focus together, but we, she hasn't used uh, the product yet. um There are there's like some people who are like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. I think it's 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 true. Some people don't have like aren't as distracted uh, mm-hmm. when they sit down when they like want to work. My brother uh, is a doctor, and he's like always practicing. So, like, you he can hear like I, I love focus he's like I've never needed that okay
0: thanks
1: uh, oh I'm right. 600 sessions in and I still like it so yeah,
0: yeah 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 my um yeah I think it's just a personality and temperament and attention thing um my husband and I are very different in many 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 ways you know like we just find enjoyment in different things and have a different tolerance for such things like messes and noise and things Um, he does pretty well working in our bedroom and the kids do kind of come in and out but I usually have to help I in the daytime when he's working I have to keep um, noise down like if he's in a conference call Um, and then I get most of my work done before the kids wake up and after they go to bed Um, but I'll tell you what it's kind of an, an enabler in some ways too like the other night i was like i gotta get something done i should probably go work and he's playing a game we've been playing animal crossing new horizons yes. lately yeah. on the nintendo switch um, i could get into that i've um i never liked video games and my son introduced me he basically forced me to play it one day and now i'm like it's my turn i need, I need yeah. the yeah. controller let me in make me the leader um yeah so uh he started playing animal crossing while i i think i even had the computer with me on my lap where i was supposed to go upstairs and it just didn't happen i just sat watching him for like three hours um and so that's why sometimes i'll just have to schedule you know you can log in to Focus focusmate and be you can find a session within 15 minutes they have one at the quarter hour you know every hour you uh i almost said year round but like around the clock yeah. right 12 24 yeah. hours yeah. um and have you worked late night sessions too
1: yeah uh last night uh was up to like 3 a.m., which is not usual i think like another thing that, that you know, being healthy and being aware of your body is to so get some sleep night. um but
0: uh if you're in a uh, groove
1: yeah i was and and I, I had this draft written but i didn't feel confident with it so like you know i want this to be a best foot forward sort of speech uh so uh, when i finally found that it was after our session and then really started compiling it together so um yeah uh yeah i think you'll start i, I think the latest i'll go is australia i'll start seeing a lot of australia folks yeah
0: um, yeah on, on <laughs> like oh it's time to go night. to bed
1: exactly yeah um,
0: so why don't you go ahead and kind of like break it down i know you gave us like a quick overview like your software and you're doing this 24-hour um, homepage thing, but can you tell us exactly what that is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a art project, internet, uh, artifact. uh, visitors who go to a 24 hour homepage, will see one clickable image per second corresponding to the current second of the day. Uh, and it repeats all the content repeats every day. And I host the website forever. Uh, and I designed it uh, as I sort of alluded to in the beginning, uh, as a way to forced me to get better at communicating and growing it Has a nice benefit of it being like a fun project and it also i'm selling those units um so it's forcing me to get better at sales and marketing communicating uh translating an idea which is not something uh you know to like with the mouth not the fingers and code right. uh, uh something I'm very uh, uh new to and um it doesn't have a lot of like, bells and whistles but uh, I've sold 12 minutes of content. Most recently, uh, vinyl moon who I've been like, as uh, is my like dream creative collaborator. They're a company Excellent. out in LA. I like, uh, did a cold email to them, um, through their support channel. I was like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, like I was brainstorming what, uh, like who are creative collaborators. And, uh, I just got gifted them, uh, in December. It's so they're a, a mixtape, uh, vinyl service every month. They're, uh, Curators find artists around the world and get the rights to their song, press it on vinyl, and then they find a packaging artist to do something super creative. Like they'll do uh, die cuts and um, uh, lenticular printing, like holographic, like uh, you know, images and magnets and all like little weird details that just make you geek out about the experience. Um, So when they came to mind i was like i have to i i gotta reach out to the founder mm-hmm. um and eventually uh sort of recorded them over several weeks and they joined for two minutes recently um which is, is great uh, one of the i, I don't want to spoil it i want to spoil it. this is this is published so uh, uh, uh stay tuned for what their uh what their content is
0: okay so um i actually have the the homepage up here on my uh, screen. And I can see every once in a while, I'll see a a picture flash by. Um, But in 24 hours, you only have 12 spots sold. So you have to wait 24 hours to see these 12 spots. But as- 12
1: 12 minutes. So- Minutes,
0: minutes, minutes. Minutes. Oh, so 12 12 seconds.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes a lot more. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so last evening when we logged off, I think I saw your email about an hour later. Um, when I finished my second session. And I saw several images flash by and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then there's long periods of, you know, dead space. Yep. So as you are um, continuing to find things, so here's the thing. So you click on it, if you don't, if you see something and that flashes by and you don't click on it in that first second, then what happens? Like we were like, crap, do I need to come back in a hour, in, a, in a day to find yes, that so one we, again?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I do have, uh, I'm beta testing uh, a little player on it. Uh, one of the earlier versions was just mm-hmm. uh, a pause button plus a next and previous, mm-hmm. but, uh, enough people were saying like, what is that thing? Also, it's such a weird idea that people mm-hmm. like, what is that changing image and clickable thing? And what's this button here? So, uh, I tried to strip down
0: all Simplify. of it. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, and, uh, but it'll come back. You know, I think once, once more people are coming to the website knowing what it's about, uh, instead of like trying to learn at that moment, then yeah, you know, add exploration tools like search or filters or, okay. um, compiling so people can make little narratives that you can say, Oh, that's a funny, what's the nice thing about this is, you know, you could buy the, uh, you know, 300 second of the day. Um, and the, you know, 900 second of the day, you can hide little narratives throughout, uh, throughout it and you can kind of okay. allude to it as you're publishing it. Um,
0: Interesting.
1: So, uh, but right now it's, you know, very basic. My goal is to, uh, grow the content in the most, to, to be creative content, things that are going to compel people to return to experience what's basically a 24 hour movie rendered at one frame per second. And, you know, the director is, uh, the world, whoever wants to put up something that's yeah totally uh, random. Yeah. Yeah. So some, uh, uh, a lot of businesses, those are some of the early, uh, sales I made were, uh, bloggers and marketers, like prospectors, like, oh, you have some, uh, you already think about new channels and, and new markets. So, or you don't think about it enough. So here's a, uh, a cost-effective way of promoting your, your website. It's, you know, it's a one-time purchase to own the asset forever. One big caveat is that you can't change the asset. Once you publish it, that's why it's like an art project or a time capsule, um you uh it's linked to your website uh forever. Uh whereas traditional digital advertising, you know, you can fine tune and tweak the the language and imagery based on uh you know how people are responding to it. It's much more expensive, but uh that's a, that's a trade off.
0: So that was going to be my next question is like, if you were like, oh, shoot, I hate what I chose and I could have done something so much cooler, uh, you're like, sorry, you would have to buy another second if you wanted to add to it. Well, I do allow
1: for exceptional circumstances. People can message me and, and tell me like, hey, you know, this is what happened. But, I, you know, as you're publishing, I do call out all the steps like, you know, this is a definitive thing. Make sure that you're comfortable with it. Make sure it's family friendly and not hateful content. And it's not linking to its website that you are, uh, you know, of, you know, it's not Mm going to, uh, continue forwarding to, uh,
0: uh, Mm um,
1: plenty of other websites.
0: Oh, Um, do they have to own the website that it links to?
1: They don't. It could be a a Wikipedia page. It could be, um, like whatever. Uh, but, uh, and that's part of the nature of uh, the internet. It's one of the elements of my, my talk this Thursday is that, uh, um, a lot of websites just disappear. It's kind of yeah. like how it's, uh, I mean, Internet Archive is kind of trying to, to change that like mm-hmm. snapshot of the, of the web yeah, uh, uh, every day.
0: But oh, wow. um, yeah,
1: um, yeah it's, a, it's a great project, but uh, I think, uh, you know, a lot of domains get purchased. People come in with the best intentions and then they realize like, oh, this is a sea of information. How do I, like, what's my, what's my strategy? of a year later two years later they spin down the website and uh, there's all this like fragmentation of the idea still lives on so yeah. the idea that this thing is going to be there forever i think is also appealing to people
0: okay so my next question is is this going to be the only one or is this a concept that you can also sell to like say bigger companies that might want to have their very own version of that
1: Oh, well, that's a great uh great idea um my focus is this uh is 24-hour homepage uh there are a few spin-off products that have been like proposed to me. But the way I see it is like you can only do one thing at a time or really well. Or maybe that's how I work. That's why I'm like attracted to Focus Made and a lot of these like you know, declare what your goal is and you know, meet that, uh, uh meet that. But um maybe as like a spin-off product, sure. Or maybe think of it like a like sequel, you know we're using okay. the movie analogy.
0: Right. Okay. So, with that in mind, what about you? Are you focused 100% on this project, or are you? Is this one of many things you have your fingers into?
1: Yeah. Luckily, I, I can focus uh, exclusively on this right now. I have taken a few uh, contracts, software contracts, with uh, some companies. Um, that was the agreement with my fiance and I. When I started marketing this at the end of February, so like, you know, it's good to have a uh, roadmap so that you're not burning into the wedding fund. <laughs> like You could still pay rent.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. uh,
1: so, so we agreed that uh, April would be then and very fortunate. I told that to some friends uh, you know, when I started this journey and April 1st comes and they gave me a call morning of saying uh, uh, I got some work for you if, if oh, you're wow. interested. Yeah, so uh, and it's you know very, very great to be a software engineer. You can just pick that up.
0: Um, so what about right now? Are you still in the middle of any of those projects left over from April?
1: Um, no, well, as of Friday, no. Uh, the uh, yeah, I called out, you know, this is big week coming up. I'm going to be doing this marketing stunt on Twitter uh, on Wednesday. And then I have this talk on Thursday. Um, I was also going to launch on Product Hunt, which if you're familiar with, it's like a, it's like a daily uh, tournament of what, what are the coolest websites uh, okay. out there. Uh, it's entrepreneurial driven, although anybody can technically post and there's a little bit of unfairness there. I think like sometimes you'll see Amazon products. It's like, okay, who's going to beat them? Yeah, of course the echo right. is pretty cool or Alexa, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like whoever, uh, in the 24 hour period, uh, has the most upvotes for their product um, gets a little trophy basically. All right. Um, and yeah that was my original intention. was also launch here but the more you do research there the more you talk to other people who've launched a product like no just give it give it its full attention you know it sounds like you already have two really big things going on so clear your plate and luckily my you know the people i was uh uh working with um you know they, they understood so we took some work off of the plate. yeah
0: good uh because i I had you fill out my, uh, you filled out my guest interest form, and you said that you're working like seventy hours a week. Is that all on like trying to think of your strategy and working? You've have you already figured out like the back end of the site, and now you're just focusing on getting the word out? Yeah,
1: so I developed the site uh, last year, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know before I re- before I was, as well, I was still working at Hustle, um, uh, realized that it needs the full attention. You know i don't want this to go the way of plenty of other projects where it's like uh you know uh, wishing well kind of uh, yeah. hopefully someone will upvote it somewhere and it'll go so you're like nurture this uh this signal um 70 hours is like uh basically one day off and as many hours as i can uh put put to it uh and kind of really depends on what my focus is uh, that what like the the that week's focus is so um yeah, this one this week is particularly heavy uh, with you know, getting yeah. the, the talk prepared and this marketing stunt on on Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, I don't get banned from Twitter, but uh, we'll see.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. It's just I'm I as a former internet introvert. Anytime it's like, oh, I'm gonna be posting more than once uh, per hour. Like, right. Oh, is that gonna be rate limited? Is like uh, no, I'm, I'm right. still doing good things. I'm, okay. Uh, the idea is that uh, I'm going to be messaging. Uh, I've been creating gifts for businesses and, um, uh, entrepreneurs, anybody who's got something like, uh, cool, uh, that's going to be on the online for uh, conceivably a while. Um, it's been a hook for some of the sales I've made before. If they expressed interest in the product, I said, here's what it could look like. Uh, here's what an ad for your business is even if so, uh, one of the ads you see on Twenty Four our Homepage now is a uh, a graphene silver mask. That's a company that's um, uh, their main product. But when they express interest, it is sort of trade off. Is like, well, hopefully masks aren't going to be super relevant in ten years. So how, why, why does it make sense to advertise on this uh, on this product right now? I would probably recommend okay. you to do something else. So but like
0: the time capsule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So can you, is there a narrative uh, of your company? What's your vision aside from selling masks? And so, well, it's health in general. So all right, well, let's lean into that about how you responded to the environment of, you know, the world shutting down and mm-hmm. you, you, know, you fought back. So I pitched that to them. And they're like, oh, that's, that's great. Um, uh, I lost the thread there.
0: <laughs> I'm getting excited though. Cause I'm thinking like, what if you had like the 86,000 seconds each year, like, yeah. Have, yeah. Like, it really would be a time capsule of like 2020, 2021. Well, obviously 2020 is past, but um, that would be super exciting if you could fill it up. Like, I don't know how long you're expecting it to take. It probably just depends on your promotion of it.
1: Yeah, um, there is, uh, uh, I, I heard this this phrase uh, about permaculture that you do like 100 hours of uh, thinking to one hour of work. Um, which I don't know if I, I, did that much on this, but plenty of the early business models were evaluated. One of those is like this indefinite one. I had this friend who was like, what are you doing? It's gotta be like just, um, bidding price and a calendar for infinity, you know, so that you can, you can book 500 years in the future and, you know, flash for a second. Um, and my you know, idea is that I, I don't want to maintain this, uh, engineering product. For uh, the rest of my life, to maintain an, uh, a static list of eighty six thousand four hundred images is not much engineering. So uh, it's uh, there's there's that trade off. The annual thing uh, could be a spin off, but I do think that it's hard enough to to break the market. The idea is like why it's a new channel. Why would it, how can you prove that? So it could be something that's like you know once you can show marketers that oh you had. Um, 10 million visitors uh sustained per month over 2021 there's something here you know now you have an annual thing but um it, that also does uh sort of negate the original product if you now have you know instead of like the, the holy grail thing it's right. every year It sort of dilutes it I so can't. that's why I, I lean towards this um because mm-hmm. it seems like a uh it's challenging enough and yeah. i wanted to give myself much advantage.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your personal growth through the project. Which came first? Your idea for the website or your wanting to promote yourself and learn those skills?
1: Uh yeah, it's sort of uh I was dreaming up a bunch of ideas. I have back in the WeWork days, I have this, I use things. Um it's a note taking note taking app. Um and it just allows you to quickly like write down um uh, some idea. So uh, had hundreds of ideas there a lot of them are just garbage you'll see like there's a funny uh, uh, well like slide that I'm putting in my uh, my talk um, about that this like this genesis of like I have this this uh, love of building things and I want to continue doing that but uh, I don't want to do that the, uh, if it means that it's like the Sisyphus like the Sisyphusian like oh shoot the thing always rolls down I kind of want to um, uh, to evaluate. At that point, when I knew that I had this like this yearning to build again, I did a little self-reflection and said, "All right, I want to build, but I also want to improve my, um, uh, you know, what went wrong." The context is that I spent a lot of time on this um, uh, resource sharing app called Selfless. Which is about um, connecting people to um, like a, basically a shared library of tools and movies and really anything. Um, and if you want to talk about chicken and egg and community building, that is a huge uh, problem. It's a great problem. I still think that it's uh, uh, a great service for the world. There are some people who are building in that uh, space sort of like um, uh, Peerbee. They're now a renting app, actually. They're out of the Netherlands, one in uh, the UK, it's called Olio They're food sharing. Um, but all oh, this is, you know, suffice to say, I was going solo on building this, uh, sharing very in-person to-person, uh, networking app. And I realized like, oh, I didn't do a lot of like outreach, a lot of community building. I was really kind of focused on, oh, the best products, the best features, the best design and experience will just, you know, win their hearts. Um, which might be true if you've already done the groundwork of, you know, getting people to talk about it, getting people to post on it or uh, share it. So um, uh, that was a lot of the self-reflection it was like, oh, you know what, I uh, I wanna get better at those skills that I was avoiding. And I wanna just go right back to that product. So let me, let me do something that forces me to get better at it.
0: So you're pushing yourself to uh, come back to Twitter and, put yourself out there more often than you ever have before. And then you're also doing presentations. Have you done these before?
1: Uh, never publicly. Uh, one, the closest was a uh, uh, back at Beats Music. There was a like a, a hack day where we invited developers to come use our platform. And I gave a little presentation there, but, you know, it's 30 or so people. Um, in college, I, I led some a team of technicians but it's all you know smaller audiences and when it becomes like your coworkers, it's much more comfortable than uh strangers you know you don't get the right. the camaraderie the feedback it's you know it's more like stand-up or something I
0: what format will your presentation be on thursday i know you said it's on a website but is that like streaming live somewhere or is it online? so
1: at uh, js.la uh, you'll find a link and it proxies to Twitch, although it'll be, um, it'll be posted on YouTube and various other channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually a pretty cool, uh, networking app that the founder of JSLA made, uh, called Rambly that they've been using. Uh, it's a great community. That's amazing. Um, it's, uh, imagine, uh, Earthbound. Are you familiar with that, that game?
0: Oh, no. So many things that you're talking about, I have no idea. So. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> um, it's uh, it was this old uh, uh, Super Nintendo game, uh, and they kind of took like the spreadsheet of all these characters and allows you to like, select an avatar and you join a room, or it's just your microphone. As you get closer to people, you can hear them oh, chat
0: and, there's another one that's similar to that that i have um used and i never can think of the name of it right when i need to but rambly and there are others yes so it's basically like um uh, yes i know exactly what you're talking about it's it's
1: cool. it's a pretty interesting like had quarantine uh not happened i think um uh who knows if i would have adopted it but i think it's such a mm-hmm. great great idea uh yeah part of every um uh meetup the monthly meetups they do they have a uh, little water cooler chat afterwards where you can talk to the, the speakers and uh it's great i think it's it's open to anybody if you want to create rooms for um uh for your own you know aspirations i think it's all based mm-hmm. on web rtc so it's not going to really drain your uh your network connections but don't quote me on that um i mean i don't think it drains your connections regardless but i don't know if it's WebRTC. rtc mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's great i think it's rambly I just google rambly they're pretty smart
0: I'm yeah. feeling bad that I can't remember the name of this other one that I, I actually met one of the developers and it was super fabulous. Um, and yeah, well, keep going. Um, so I think we just met your fiance. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a shared room. I actually used to, we, uh, we moved the desk over here for a little bit because that closet back there is her uh, wardrobe. And uh, I've been on Focusmate so many times. It'd be like 11 o'clock at night. She didn't know that it was on a call. And, uh, nothing, nothing bad or anything. What are you doing? I just just got out of the shower. <laughs> like, it's like, don't worry. They were paying attention. So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we got to move back into the old space.
0: I I have tended because I have, you know, three children and they'll try to come in and stuff. I, have, I generally like to put my, even if it's a little awkward to have my desk, like kind of in the room, but then I'll have my back against the wall um, just so that, you know, I, I have mentioned this before, but one of my daughters doesn't always wear all of the pieces of clothing at all the times. So it's just, you know, for her protection and privacy, you know, that's been like a nice little trick, but it doesn't always work. Yeah.
1: You mentioned you were in the closet, but this is a pretty big closet, so. Yes, it is, Um,
0: Actually, I don't usually turn my camera, but you can see this is the door that leads into my, uh, for my uh, listeners, I'm pointing towards the one way, that's um, the direction towards my bathroom, which is very convenient if I have just a couple minutes between clients. And then the other way, I have some shelving. Um, And so I just have like a big, um, a very tall uh, curtain that I have on a photographer's backdrop. That's great. And so it's just a blank wall behind me and I would just show the wall, except for there is like some sort of weird panel. Um, It's actually for the internet. So um, the house that we're in, it was built in 2010 and this is like the newest house we've ever lived in. And each room has like a cable um, outlet, I guess, whatever you call that. Um,
1: that.
0: Yeah, so this one is the one where you you, you go, go into this little panel and then you can, basically pick which one the the router is going to send to the internet to, and I think you only get to pick one um does that make sense basically yeah yeah. so this is how so I had to switch it so I could have the router in this closet thank god it's in here because um you know like in the middle of the night when something's going wrong I can see my router rather than just like relying on ethernet and then I can have or wi-fi and then I have the ethernet um, running right through from my desk to here uh, my husband is in the bedroom doing his work um, and he just uses Wi-Fi, but every once in a while, I'm like, I wonder if I should run him a an ethernet cable as well. Uh, but he, he uses Skype sometimes for video calls, but they don't usually use camera on and it's just infrequent. So it's not like as demanding um, on the bandwidth as like, say these interviews, like where it's more important that the sync is just right. And I'm, I teach English uh, to kids in China um, and other countries and, um, trying to sing a song over a video conference is challenging unless you have a super fast connection. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he's on Skype. You said that's, uh, that's great. The old technology is still, still around. It's amazing. (laughs) uh...
0: I'm not sure if it's Skype or teams or something like that, but I feel like he has said Skype. So whatever the new version of Skype is for like business, um, I feel like they've kind of changed their branding a few times but um my experience with skype was pretty bad i actually was using ecamm to do my very first podcast interview and they wanted me to to connect my guest to this ecamm thing so i could like live stream to facebook and stuff using skype and it just sucked every ounce of power <laughs> and and um it was like a 20 second lag. it was the worst ever so i will never ever use skype again
1: <laughs> wow
0: my macbook couldn't handle it i'm still like on a on a laptop so i maybe if i had a more powerful computer it would have been better
1: do you use uh, google meet how do you feel about that
0: i don't but my kids basically did their school year on google meet okay. um so my only experience with google meet is that is just trying to basically help and i feel like you know they've come a long way they finally figured out the tile you know after a few months yeah. um but yeah, I think Zoom is kind of where it's at right now. It's what we're recording on today again, trying to experiment, see. I feel like we found out that my um, my picture is not recording at like the highest definition, um, what my camera is capable of. And so there's like a payoff, you know, it's easier to edit in the end, but we're losing. I think the sound quality is fine, but the, um, the picture quality might not be as high <laughs> as it had been when I was using Riverside FM. So there's a trade-off. It's a little bit easier editing, um, less lag, less other problems. We'll just see. What about yeah. you? What do you find yourself communicating with these days?
1: Uh, just FocusMate. Uh, just no, FocusMate. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Google Google Meet. Uh, really, it's it's whatever uh, uh, the client you know is comfortable with. Say so the clients, basically the the contract. That's Google right. Meet. Just because uh, everyone has got a G Suite account and right. it's pretty it's pretty fast. Um, yeah, there are a lot of uh, interesting products in this space, especially after quarantine. One mm-hmm. is uh, my friend's app called Summon. He's, uh, uh, it's still in, in beta, but I think it's Summon.app. Um, if you'll look it up, it's, he's basically trying to um, uh, uh, make this experience better for uh, for video meetings. I won't say okay. much, much more, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. just like, leave a little bit of hype there, but um, there's a lot of really smart people who are are thinking about these problems.
0: Yeah, um, so like we were talking earlier about the one where it's a proximity thing, and that's just like solving the thing where it's so awkward when you're just in one big space, but then there's other times where it's it's the most appropriate way to do it. Um, Why do you choose Google Meet over Zoom, curious?
1: Uh, I think maybe it's just a a habit thing. Um, It's very easy to, Uh, maybe it's faster than, than zoom. Um, maybe we use back in the hustle days we had, uh, you know, we always use zoom for the big conferences and and all that, but, uh, uh, just developer, it's sort of like you're always in the browser, uh, especially a web developer. Um, it's pretty fast to get that up rather than, you know, spin up another application and maybe there's an update and all that.
0: Any other um, websites or programs apps that you would recommend that maybe not everyone has heard of yet?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, For the, uh, yeah, I think uh, Lunch Club, it was, um, I think it's lunch.club is like a a networking uh, application where I think you give it permission to see your contacts in your email. I forget how they, it's like Google auth and then they uh, connect you to all of the people that you know, and then all the people they know. And they start asking you questions like, uh, uh, would you want to meet this type of person or this type of person? Um, it's all in the context of professional development. So you can set your goals for, I'd like to meet interesting people, as people with like tenured careers, or um, I would like, I'm looking for mentorship opportunities. I've only been in it for like, I've only had four sessions but it's been pretty good so far
0: and I didn't catch was that a paid thing or a free thing uh
1: it's free right now but they just no. raised something like a uh, hundred million dollars in okay. series a so uh <laughs> it's a lot of money somewhere. yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah, I haven't seen a price tag uh, anywhere and I'm only four you know four sessions in but it's, um, it's a pretty good experience so far
0: and what's next for you? Um, I don't know. How long are you planning on focusing primarily on the 24-hour homepage?
1: Uh, I you know, I want to see this thing to completion. It's sort of part of the design is that, uh, you know, I'm going to be responsible for it for, you know, until I'm old and the internet looks very different. Uh, mm-hmm. it. It's one of the callouts in the FAQ. You know, even though all the messaging does say forever, mm-hmm. uh, I am not going to be around forever. So right. I'm not going to, you know, create an... Uh, a legal entity that's going to, you know, carry this thing to right. uh, forever. However, like there are services like the internet archive and stuff that will represent it. Um, so uh, uh, I am responsible to see this thing to completion and I'm going to try uh, everything uh, I can to, you know, to grow it to uh, 86,400 units sold. Um, mm-hmm. My focus has been, if you look Sorry, your listeners, that I'm pointing to the, that's the first dollar sold.
0: Oh, uh,
1: on the wall. Yeah, and this is my daily goal of 100, uh, sorry, one hour of published content. Um, As a uh, non-marketer, communicator, that's my, like, the thinking is that if I can get to, you know, solve this chicken and egg problem to uh, tell uh, authors, sorry, tell columnists or um, bloggers, any media outlets that, you know, I was able to sell an hour of the day um, to a site that nobody knew about. I think it's a an interesting story, and then it sort of gives it's less like FOMO, uh, you know, fear of missing out uh, idea, and people start coming in like, oh, I want to start. You know, I want to buy a little memorial for somebody or a little token to mm. tribute to one of the ideas I had. Like, oh, it's like a that's a love letter. You can you know, it's like a little tattoo or a sprinkling of your love yeah. for somebody or all sorts of creative ideas for it, but uh, it's kind of treated as a canvas. And so I've been reaching out to artists and people who have a knack for creative storytelling and really trying to get them excited about it. Uh, That's my focus.
0: In the grand scheme of things, $10 to have your your spot is really just pennies, you know, for some people's marketing budgets. It's actually pretty incredible. And like now you're giving me more ideas. Like people could put their like, cool tattoo out there <laughs> like it's yeah. like um yeah I guess it really does um honestly you know if someone had some special photographs that they wanted to remember forever and um that's one way to put them out there
1: yeah and uh the the time aspect is the other like really big thing is that you know if you really cared um about uh you know say the f- first second of nine fifteen p.m uh you could own that second, and you okay. could sort of be a little vain with it. Or anytime you wanted to pick me up before you went to bed, you could see it or just geek out because one of the one of the sales uh, this product called Tidbit um, was an old coworker uh, of mine. Uh, he had this um, uh, Kickstarter. It's a pixel clock. It's great, great product. Uh, so I reached out to him and said, uh, uh, "You know, here's my here's my project. You should be on it." And uh, he's I Actually, created the ad for him. Um, it was the first time I ever did that. I said, "Oh, this is a great conversation starter. It's a great uh, um, yeah. business thing." Um, so, what time do you want it published at? And he said, oh, uh, "13:37," which is a uh, you know, it's a an internet hacker elite. Oh, uh, uh, okay. oh, it's great. So he owns he owns Leet uh, forever, okay, and it will always point to his product and. Uh, in time hopefully you know they'll be selling it for years to come
0: so now I'm thinking I've got children they were born at such and such time now I'm not the kind of mom who can remember exactly what minute each of my children's room I I know within five minutes of what time my kids were born <laughs> but, um, That's great, husband, five minutes. We, we could figure it out like I'm sure it's documented somewhere but um yeah I could see people even like you know doing like a commemoration of you know like weddings and and children being born and special images like that do you see more like advertising type things products um placements type things being put out there or do you see like people and and scenery
1: i'm starting to get more of the organic sales now and those are going toward those are biasing towards like the creative the unit like oh i just bought that one second to link to my uh to my blog um, and it's a big conversation starter for the, uh, the outbound sales that I have it's like, Oh, for your business, I think it should be this. Uh, okay. and, um, like I have, uh, um, uh, conversation with, uh, a, an environmental group that I, I like their, their work, they're a, a nonprofit and my, my mission to them or my vision for them was just, um, you know, you care about, uh, uh, protecting, um, uh, open spaces, so why don't we talk talk about uh, uh, Earth's heritage? And it's mm. just, a, I said, here's a little gif. I, I said, uh, here's a minute of the night sky, and it said, you know, it opens up with, uh, you're going to see for the next 60 seconds, you'll witness uh, humanity's heritage. And it just shows mm. a little, uh, this photographer put up a high definition video, and I rendered it, it was uh, open source or the Creative Commons license. So I rendered it into the square format and it clicks by one second at a time. You see the stars move um, and that for that business or that sorry nonprofit is a good representation for them. Even though you know, it could be at any time.
0: Are you allowing people to buy subsequent seconds?
1: Yeah, so the, the flow is you come in and uh, specify how many seconds you want. Um, uh, there are restrictions, it's basically a safety net so that one party cannot buy the whole website. Um, cause I don't want, I want this to be a creative, okay. uh, artifact. And if, you know, McDonald's buys 24 hours and it's not much of a, you know, uh, an art project,
0: Bad. Um, yeah. but what
1: McDonald's, if you're listed, please contact me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, there's a 30 second, um, per purchase cap and a 30 second publish cap. Okay. However, you, you can, if no one else is publishing, at that time, if there's no contention, right contention, um, you can stitch together a pretty big narrative, um, okay. and uh, yeah, that's how I uh,
0: that's walked cool. it out. Yeah. I like it. Um, I did uh, find out the name of that place that I kept. Oh, cool. <laughs> gather town. So it's gather, gather town. dot town. And okay. tell me again the name of the one that you mentioned that's similar. Uh,
1: Rambly. Rambly's. Rambly's. Yeah. So I think they have. R a m b l y.
0: When I was um, researching Gather Town and we we tried it out, like I said, for my daughter's birthday party, uh, which works really well if you have a like a desktop or a laptop, but doesn't work so well for mobile devices. Um, I think they're working on their app, but at the time when we tried it six months ago, it was limited in those functions, and they and they they had not acknowledged that that would be like that. But um, yeah, Gather Town and Rambly, right?
1: yeah, yeah. yeah check out uh, gather town I love seeing uh development in this uh in this space
0: yeah um, I actually would, i would love to um to host a few things just to give people opportunity to gather together people who work from home um it could be a fun thing to have just up yeah. similar to focus mate um you know basically when i met the one of the founders of Gather town um he gave me a site uh it sent me to his um to his office and basically you walk in and they have like a reception area and like a little message board and things like that. And you couldn't go back into the office. They had like a lock on that door and he had to come through and let me through. And then he brought me back out and let, you know introduced me to the people that are walking by and um, you know, showed me some of the features. It was really cool. Um, and so I think that Rambly has similar functions but maybe, you know, with their own twist. So not yeah. all the same.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a bare bones, but playful, uh, playful space. Um, yeah, the, the, the creator is, uh, David Gutman. Um, if you look up the, uh, it's, I think it's probably on the, the footer of the site. Okay. But, um, uh, a lot of developers are always open to feedback and he's very, mm-hmm. uh, receptive to it. So any features or, um, actually when I first discovered it, there was a typo on the page and I pinged him about it and he fixed it pretty <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the nice thing about the uh, the web world is that uh, we're always online.
0: <laughs> well, let's go to my, this is one of my favorite wrap-up questions. I just like to ask, like, if people, I know that a lot of people were forced into working from home because of the pandemic. Um, not everybody uh, was working during the pandemic and some people lost their jobs during the pandemic. And so obviously, um, you know, the whole climate of the workspace is, is changing right now what would you say to those people who are considering uh, making this like their long-term thing or, um, or trying to decide whether or not they want to continue working from home? What's your advice?
1: Uh, I would say talk to people, uh, talking out loud uh, or write it down. I'm a big fan of the old uh, David Allen's getting things done method of of Mm -hmm. brain dump, spend like a minute or two, just write everything unorganized uh, on a piece of paper. And then uh, and then you do an evaluation period to see like, okay, what's actually, uh, calling your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know, you realize that like, uh, something will come out of that, it's sort of like a sifting for gold, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if you do make the commitment to remote life, uh, get some, uh, get some routines established and don't be afraid to try new things. Um, there's so much, there so many products out there. Uh, I know been praising uh, focus made this whole, this whole talk, but, um, you know, it's a, pr- a pretty big world and I'd be surprised if there weren't other things out there too. So mm-hmm. give them a, give them a try and maybe, um, uh, hold yourself accountable as well. Uh, mm-hmm. one of my big le- lessons, uh, in this, you know, this marketing ex- experiment is to do weekly uh, updates of my experiments. Um, I published on uh, medium, um, okay. and, uh, you know, so I you know, say so what, what I got up to if I made some sales, this is the my new focus. And um uh, uh it's great, it's really um uh, like leveling and uh humbling too, cause you're going to you because something you'll go into is oh I could do an update every week and then you're like, oh geez, uh it was a rough <laughs> week last week. I don't really know how to make it an entertaining uh you know, piece. Mm-hmm. Something why would people want to read it? But uh um something eventually comes out and uh you always feel like you kind of learned something and was progressing. There's this uh, Twitter uh, website called Visualize Value.
0: Okay. And one of
1: their big, um, uh, it's great. It's sort of like a um, minimalist uh, quote to iconography uh, thing. So it's like, get, say, take some fortune cookie uh, level wisdom and he translates it into like a Picasso like uh, graph. And one of the, the ones that's gotten really viral is just like a big uh, scatter graph that trends upwards. And it's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But then the fit curve trends uh, up into up into the, the right. Um, OK. So I think that that's, the, that's a, a great um, mental model when, when you're mm-hmm. talking about like transition to this one. Oh, shoot. It's not I don't have this and I don't have that and I don't have this. But you're going to be making some advancements.
0: Um. Are you basically committing to yourself to log into Focusmate for so many hours per day?
1: Oh, um, I, I think when I'm doing it right, I just, I, I I'm just on there, you know, I'm okay. like, I have, I'm not thinking about what to work on. I just have work to do. And it forces me like, oh, um, sometimes, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't need it. Cause you are just, you're flowing and then you're like, you know, it'd be nice to have this, um, another session. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if I fall off the horse or on the mm-hmm. horse, on the wagon, off the wagon, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, I, I try to reestablish like, okay, well, I'll start the day with it or mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get a couple sessions, uh, and
0: I didn't log in for about four days. And those four days, I hardly got any single thing done. Um, you know, I'll have a headache and then I, but like, if I had a headache and I had a session scheduled, I still would have showed up. Showing up and I didn't so um I noticed that they have like the recurring feature too um where you can be like do you want this to be a one-time appointment or do you want it to be like a recurring or every week um every day or something like that and I was like "Eh, I should probably start scheduling some of those just to be like no I got to get out of bed now and get to work um
1: I've I've been pretty bad at that honestly the um uh so if I do a commitment I'll still I'll do it mentally and then I'll schedule it because uh yeah the calendar I have, I have one friend who joins um he's o- only joined for focus my, uh for for me and we've had he's the only like regular uh um calendared one we have. okay but um yeah i do like it the fluidity of it especially remote life you realize like oh there's uh you know if, if you're not ready to focus which is a yeah. terrible terrible like writers kind of thing it's like mm-hmm. it's this and flow with the the thing if you're not um if you're not ready to focus then don't focus well you know if i was in the office uh i probably would just be working all day so um maybe the calendar system is good
0: (laughs) yeah i think i might have to experiment with that because like i said i have these three kids and you know they're off of school now for the summer and you know, sometimes we're going to be at the park and sometimes we might stay for an extra half hour or we might go get ice cream or something like that. So there needs to be some flexibility. And that's one of the things that people want from working from home. Okay. I have to make that the distinction, you know, you are working the more uh, free time, freedom lifestyle where you get to pick when you're working. Other people that are working from home do have to log in and be accountable to their boss, you know, (laughs) for their eight hours for that day. And if not, you know, they don't get the same time freedom as, as you yeah. do. So.
1: Man, I did have a, a fair amount of time under my belt, uh, you know, for an employer and doing that, but, right. um, uh, but I would say of, of the three modes, like in office, uh, or remote for an employer or by yourself, uh, remote, I think the remote ones are super, <laughs> the preferred the work from home, uh, mm-hmm. lifestyle is, is, is great.
0: Right. Where you are, where you are your own boss. That one.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I think that's, that's the best, but uh, yeah. second to that is remote for uh, somebody eight hours a day.
0: Because of the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. That's great.
1: Uh, I think the the work that I've, I kind of see is like more project based. And I have this friend who's a designer. He does, uh, he's got like four, uh, contracts that he kind of juggles last week we spoke. Mm-hmm. He's, he had them. Um, and so his, his days, you know, might not all be for one client, but they're mm-hmm. pretty filled. Um, and they're all, all remote. So, um, I don't
0: know why I brought that up
1: other than, uh, it gives you the fluidity. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. He can juggle it a little bit. Um, is there anything that you miss from when you were in the office? I know you mentioned that you're kind of being intentional about running out to get the water and to do the things, but is there anything else that you miss?
1: Um, maybe it was just chit chat, stuff like that. You don't really get, uh, uh that like you can tell when there's a natural pause in, in work. And so who wants to go for uh, a coffee or a, a walk? Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, you don't get that in like Slack or text. You get like the, I, I'm pinging you because I, I have something to ask you, or you should look at this mm-hmm. bit of work or we need to have a call but Mm -hmm. we haven't talked in a long time. So we should probably like have the little chit chat, you know, which naturally doesn't happen in the office. You're just like, you know, uh, it's more organic. It feels more natural, but somehow the text format uh,
0: doesn't carry the same.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) lost in translation.
0: Right. All right. Well, let's go. I know that you said you guys are cooking something delicious and I bet you can smell it right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's chicken and dumplings.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Um, well, why don't we call this? I think that we have um, some good stuff here. I, we we listed a lot of links and a lot of references and uh, my editor and I will probably sit here and, and try to make sure we get some of those into the show notes, um, right. which I am committing to get done today because we do want to have this published for you. Um, but if anybody is listening to this after, you know, not this week, but like in the future and <laughs> coming back, um, binge listening and I'm hoping you are. Um what are the best places for people to find you? Um, and if they're interested in finding your talk, um, uh, will that still be on that website that you mentioned earlier? Uh,
1: yeah. So the best place to find me is probably Twitter. Uh, at, my handle is Justin projects. Um, or you could go to 24 hourhomepagecom and I'm the only person associated with that uh, website. My email there is Justin at 24 hour Uh, and the talk is streamed, uh, live 8 p.m pacific this thursday may 27th but it'll be uh at jsla js.la uh but it will be uh recorded on youtube um okay
0: yeah all right so is jsla your your personal website
1: uh no uh my personal website is 24 hour homepage. i have several several others but uh, jsla is the javascript community oh okay yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's pretty it. big
1: it's pretty it's uh it's a great if anybody uh, has been riffing with a lot of the tech that i've been talking about check them out they are super open they're part of like one of the reasons why i felt uh um more at home in la moving down here not knowing uh many people is um uh getting connected to uh like-minded folks is is great so uh, mm-hmm. if you're riffing with any of that or if you like rambly uh they built it if you enjoy my talk and all that format uh you know listen to more of them
0: all right well go check it out 24hourhomepage.com um and it's 24 24 is the numeric number numerals um 24hourhomepage.com and you'll find justin higgins thank you justin i think we will uh i will look for it i am hoping to catch your talk on thursday that'll be fun
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for this. Right. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on Focusmate uh, soon.
0: Maybe maybe we'll connect again. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been April Malone with Justin Higgins, and this is Yes, I Work From Home. Take care, Justin. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.